I'm Phil Rickaby. I'm a writer and performer, and I'm also an introvert. And I'm Jess McCauley, and I'm a theater maker, and I am also an introvert. And this is The Introvert's Guide to... On the Introvert's Guide 2, we talk about the introvert life and how to live it to the fullest. We'll choose a topic and discuss it, as well as try to find other helpful hints on social media and the internet at large. If you want to drop us a line, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Introvert Guide 2, the number 2. And you can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. If you want to send us a message, you can do that through the website, or you can email us at introvertsguidetostuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. And if you like the podcast and you listen on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a comment and a five-star rating. Your comments and ratings help new people find the show, but even better, whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, if you know someone that might like The Introvert's Guide to, tell them about it. Some of our favorite podcasts became our favorites because someone we know told us about them. So Jess, here's an ironic turn of events. The irony is this topic, and the reason why this topic today is ironic is that we're talking about procrastination. And those who follow us on Instagram will know that we asked about procrastination a few months months ago, when just every time we went on hiatus. So we've been procrastinating talking about procrastination for a little bit of time. No. Yeah, no, no. really. <laughs> it's a real uh, thing that happened. It is. And it was, I mean, it was needed. It was certainly needed. But um, yeah, the irony is strong here. Absolutely. There's a lot of irony to the fact that that we intended to do procrastination a while back. Now, of course, like we like everybody will know who listened last time knows that that there are some good reasons why we had to go on hiatus. Um there if you missed it, there's a baby coming. And <laughs> I don't know if you heard this. It's Jess and her husband who are having the baby. Heyo. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting. So you're not procrastinating on that. There's no way to put that off. So we know that's that's just going to happen when it happens. That's a deadline that um, I have to stick to, I guess. <laughs> you don't have I guess. a lot of options there at this point. No, I know. The worst part is, is that I have to finish renovations on my house. So now there's two <laughs> deadlines I can't mess around with. So you have to finish the the the, the renovations before the baby comes, is what you're saying. Oh, I, yeah. Like, I want it done before Christmas, even. Like, how, I'm going to go... How... How likely is it that you will be done these renovations by Christmas? I made a very careful schedule. Oh, and yes, 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 I, yes. yeah, I'm right now working on drywalling. We've just framed the closets. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not. And I'm thinking we're going to be done like maybe the first weekend of December. Oh, hey. That's yeah, so nice. pray That's for me, good. everyone. Pray for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Everybody is going to pray for Jess. Um, now, Jess, I have another, I have a question for you, and, and it's about procrastination. And it's really, it's about, well, what is your relationship with procrastination? Oh, procrastination and I go way back. We're buddies. We're friends. <laughs> we, <laughs> we get brunch. We're low maintenance friends. We're just always in each other's lives. Do you have a particular method by which you are most likely to procrastinate? Um, what do you mean? <laughs> what do I mean? Cl- so, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you example. So when I want to, when I'm going to procrastinate. Um, it's usually sloth. 
Sloth is my procrastination. And it's usually playing video games or something like that. It's just like, I'll be like, I'll get home from work and I'm tired and I'll be like, I need some brain off. When I don't really, I could just like go and start doing some creative stuff. I could get stuff done, whatever it is. But I tell myself, I need some brain off time. And that brain off time just goes and goes and goes until... I'm out of time and I've just used up all of the time that I was going to use for something else. And it's bedtime now. So it's like playing video games or just scrolling through TikTok or, <laughs> um, you know, other stuff though. That's, that's how I tend to procrastinate. So what's your method of procrastination? Oh, see, you call the method of procrastination. I call that a false sense of security. I try to pile on. <laughs> I like to do this thing called prep my space. And I feel like I'm being productive. I feel like I'm working toward productivity by cleaning my space entirely where I'm going to work for the day. If, if there is dust gotta go i can't focus when there's dust are you kidding me if if there's coats or shoes kicking around they gotta go mm. away i can't be looking at that stuff while i'm trying to get stuff done so i feel like i'm trying to help myself but then four hours have passed and i've rearranged the living room i've i've taken the cushions off the couch and i've i've washed everything yeah i don't get things done <laughs> so you procrastinate by being productive in other ways yeah yeah we'll call it that yeah sure i mean that's that that's the way that you could do it to be like yes yeah, see i can still get things done it's just not the things that you're supposed to get done exactly i mean, I mean again i think i'm doing myself a favor but then you know Again, it could be a long span of time that has just passed. And then it's a, oh, you know, something I'm too tired. I'll do this tomorrow. I'll rearrange my whole day tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and there's things that just can't be moved around. And I, I do this to myself. <laughs> so have you ever like, cause you know, like if I, if I have to clean, like I will find other reasons, I'll find reasons not to do it. Like whatever the task is, I will find a way to procrastinate. Have you ever procrastinated on cleaning? No. <laughs> I was oh, about very to decisive. Really... <laughs> a very decisive no. No, I was about to be say something really snarky or sarcastic. And I'm like, no, let's be honest here. Like <laughs> I <laughs> I'm gonna procrastinate on everything else and 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 clean, but when it comes to cleaning, I mm. never put it off. I can I can get it done. I am a real life monica geller from friends okay i enjoy you gotta it be, you gotta be that neat freak i oh it goes beyond that it's manic oh my goodness okay, oh yeah okay. <laughs> well that's gonna be a challenge when there's a baby in the house but that's something else entirely yeah i'm already trying to think of all of the different methods of how i'm gonna get things done and keep it as easy as possible for myself oh wow that's a lot of planning that's a lot of planning it is. My husband loves me <laughs> so much. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, in terms of like, you know, when I procrastinate, it's, it's sloth. And when you mm -hmm. procrastinate, it's cleaning. Mm -hmm. Do you have like, what, is there a way that you've like managed to find a way not to procrastinate? Self-imposed deadlines don't work for me. I think it's more of a, if you're setting time to get this task done and things like cleaning hold me back, then it's on me that prior to get working on this task, everything else is out of the way. So if it's cleaning, mm -hmm. you know, I know you want your space perfect, but maybe if you did that the day before, knowing full well what needs to be done the next day, mm -hmm. you might be setting yourself up for success. But I'm also one of those people that can fall into sloth as well. I say uh -huh. tentatively. I don't want to admit it, <laughs> but I can do the exact same thing. I think mm. I, I get into this, um, into this mental state where I think 
you know, I'm just so busy all the time and, mm. and I need my recharge time. And when am I going to recharge? And, you know, maybe if I just take an hour instead of working on this for three hours, I'll do two. And it's, yeah. it's a mess. It's, it's not, you're not helping yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you were talking about self-imposed deadlines and how they don't work for you. For me, I will do a deadline, but it's got to be a public deadline. It's got to be a very public deadline where if I don't make it, I will, like everybody will know. For example, um, my solo show, The Commandment, I think I've mentioned before that um, I was working on it for eight years. Eight years of writing and tweaking and then writing again and keeping on writing. And then finally, I was like, the only way I am ever going to get this done is if I have to perform it. And so I entered it in a bunch of fringe festival lotteries and I got into one and then it was like, well, I have to do it now. I, there's no way around it. I have to do it. And so that's how I was able to, to, to get it to a, a finished state and to accept it as a written thing. And see, like, I can appreciate that because I am somebody that has tried to put it out there onto social media, my, my little projects. And mm -hmm. I find that that accountability just isn't, it doesn't work for me. Mm. I can, and that's where I have to applaud you for it because, you know, you, you do, you do very well. Whenever you say you're going to do something, you do it really well. And I'm just sitting on the sidelines <laughs> reading your status updates. I'm like, Oh, go Phil. Go well, you buddy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's, let's, when I say that I'm going to do something, the way that I think about it is that like, for example, I was doing, I'm on a break from my theater podcast stage worthy for right now, but I've been doing that for over six years, every week, um, publishing a new podcast. And it'd be really easy to drop that because like, who am I disappointing? And like, I, it's just me. I'm only accountable to me, but then I'm also accountable to everybody who listens. Right. Um, same thing with my uh, fiction podcast that, that have come out last Christmas and one that's coming out this Christmas. Um, not only did I make a very public commitment to put those out there, but I make sure that I've done like, like I've, I've bought web space for it. I've like, I've, I'm, I've worked on, on creating promotional images and things like that. And like, I've put so much in and I make sure that I've given myself enough time that I'm going to make that deadline and put that out. Cause I'm also thinking about the people who will be listening to that as well. And that's sort of like, you know. It's not quite as much as, oh, I put up a bunch of money for the fringe. And if I don't perform, they ain't giving me my money back, like that kind of thing. But also, um, like, it, it, yes, it's me. I haven't put up that kind of money, but I've made so many public commitments that, yeah, it's it's got to happen. Do you find that, I mean, for us, it's it's a little different because we're, you know, we are artists. We do try to give as much output of our work as possible. Right. When you are doing that prep work of ensuring that you've got web space and mm. you've you've got the time to work on this show, is that in is that a bit of a recharge for you? Do you find it easy to absorb all of like get all of your focus into this project in order to not procrastinate as well? Like I know you've got the public deadline in there. But it's because that you you also it's a passion project for you. Do you find it's easier to not procrastinate? I mean, it is a passion project and that helps. But then like with any time that you're writing something, anybody who's 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 written something knows that there's a certain point where it stops being fun. Like it was fun to start with. You started writing this thing and it was coming really easily. And then all of a sudden you start slamming your head into a wall and it's not fun anymore. And that's when you could be like, uh, I could work on this or I could play a video game or whatever. Like I could work on this or I could uh, read or I could scroll through TikTok or something. But there comes a time when you have to, you have to do that. Like you just, you're like, all right, I have to find a way to get through this. And one of the other ways that I, 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 I got myself through it is, is very publicly. Um, like I had, a, I started a Patreon to support the, the, the audio drama. Um, and so the people who are subscribing, I make sure that I'm telling them where I'm at now. Now, if I if they're paying me every month. A little bit of something to make sure that that so I owe it to them to actually produce as well. So I don't want to I don't want to let them down. Um, but it's hard because, you know, yes, at first it's all fun and games because like, oh, it's all fun. I'm writing this thing. But it's, eventually you have to make sense of it. And there's a finite deadline 
Like I know that when I start writing next year's thing, I have to be finished. Like it has to be in at production quality by August. Oof. End of August, it's got to be done. Oh my essentially. gosh. Because in September, I'm recording it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, and I, you know, I agree with that. I mean, I think if you're going to give yourself these yearly deadlines, I think giving yourself as much space as possible to be able to ensure it's done, keeping that accountability to to your listeners as mm-hmm. well. That, I mean, as someone who is working on a show but doesn't have a means of production yet, I, I mm-hmm. don't have, you know, I don't have its medium chosen yet. It may very well still be theater. I am a theater creator, but wow yeah i guess yeah you gotta have it all worked out like no room for procrastination there There really isn't and that's 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 sort of one of the things that that, like if i didn't have a deadline i i sort of understand although it drives me crazy every year when some when the fringe lotteries come up people are there they're at the lottery and you're like hey what's your show and they're like i don't fucking know i haven't written it yet i'll figure that out when i write a thing and i'm always like i've been slaving over this play for eight years and I'm you. the one that you hate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. I get it. Because if you suddenly you're like, oh, now we've paid the money for the fringe. We're going to be in it. We have to come up with a thing somehow. I get that. I get that. I still I still am not thrilled when I've been like working on a thing and somebody's like, I don't know. I'll just figure it out. <laughs> I know there's like this fire under your ass, but then there's also that arrogance as well. Oh, sure. You're like, I'll just, I'm sure sure I'll come with something brilliant in a couple of months. It's the naive side speaking. (laughs) (laughs) Then you forget that, you know, you have to create a media, uh, like um, a media. Oh my goodness. The press kit, the media kit, the like all, to come so out many things. Everything. Absolutely. Everything. The flyering, how you're going to pitch the show. We forget those parts because we're just so yeah. excited to have been chosen. <laughs> oh, sure. And you know, this is the thing is, is, is the other thing that, that kind of lights a fire under my ass when I'm trying to work on the audio dramas is the fact that ultimately, like I'm writing it, I'm performing it, I'm producing it, I'm doing the publicity for it. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all of these things. It's a lot of work to do. So the earlier I can get, I can get like the thing finished, the more time I have to work on the publicity and the production and the other stuff. So it's sort of like August is like it. Like I have to be done by August. Um, that gives me eight months starting in January to write a thing um, that will hopefully be entertaining, if if not brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely. Here, here to that. What's been your worst procrastination moment? Oh, okay. All right. Um, so a couple of years ago, I was supposed to be finishing this script and it was for Fringe. I had to have a certain amount um washed through edited i i had to ensure this was done for my director and it's friday night i had the day off and i had three options for this day mm-hmm. and i can see i can see the smirk already coming up on your face <laughs> <laughs> i had three options number uh-huh. one i could go out with my friends mm-hmm. number two i could work on my script Mm-hmm. Number three, I could clean out my closet and sort out the clothes, get the vacuum out, get all that dust out, whatever dust there was, <laughs> and I could have everything sorted and just pristine. Now, one of these things we already knew I wasn't going to do, and that's go out with friends. We already knew that. Absolutely. You were not going to do that. No. Absolutely not. That was never on the table. So I know, I know. I have a suggestion. I have a suggestion. I think I know what you did. Sure. You did the one thing completely unrelated to the thing you had to do. With a rum and coke. With a rum and coke. So you cleaned (laughs) out your closet, which was completely unrelated to the deadline that you had looming. You cleaned out your closet and rearranged all your clothes. You put away your winter clothes, all this stuff. You did your thing. You 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 like switched out your closet, made it all neat and tidy. You vacuumed and you did not work on that script, even though that deadline was looming. 
Oh, I worked on that script. I, I worked on it for two minutes when I put my laptop up and I and I adjusted the title and, and the working version. Oh, and then, done. That's it. Done. That's it. You that did. was it. Wipe hands on pants. That's all you had to do. Because then what happened is I went, oh, it's a little chilly. I need a cardigan. And then opened and then opened the closet and went, yikes, it is it is not the right season for these clothes. <laughs> then that's when we started working on the closet. And then the script went away and then Ooh. podcasts went on. And then mm-hmm. the rum and coke got cracked out and wow. it was good. It was a good day. Cheers to that. Was it good? Was it good? So worth it. Was Here, it? In, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Okay. I don't just clean out the closet. No, no, no. Nay, nay. I also pull out my sewing kit because then what I do is I take scrap fabric and when I put my clothes away, I wash them, I fold them, they go into this Rubbermaid container and I make little drawer sachets and I fill them with some oils, some dried herbs. I put it away. It's under the bed. So not only did I clean out my closet. <laughs> You're a very sick woman. I just wanted to say that. You're... <laughs> I know. I have a problem. <laughs> I, I went on Pinterest to make sure I was doing it correct and everything. Oh. I have a whole... Yeah, I got to have a whole board set up for drawer sachets. <laughs> I make everything private, listeners. You can't follow me on Pinterest. It's too, it's too sad. <laughs> we all have our vices. It's true. It's true. We do. You got to have one. Come on. Come on. You got to have a story. Can't leave me hanging here, Rickaby. I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean, I did write a play for eight years, right? That means that okay. that, that, that in, in that time, I spent more time not writing than writing. And what did I do during that time? Well, there are so many video games to play. And you know what? They're not, they're not just, you know, first person shooters. They're not like platformers anymore. They have a plot. And they have side quests and they have engaging characters. And so that's what I'm doing. Like that when I'm when I when I am not when I am supposed to be writing or creating, and I'm not, the way that I'm doing it is I am pouring my heart and soul into Red Dead Redemption or or Assassin's Creed or something like that where I'm like making sure that di- what, what style beard do I want uh, Arthur Morgan to have? What outfit did I want him to have? Have I helped enough people? Did I, have I cu- uncovered enough of the map? Have I hunted enough animals and fished enough digital fish? Like that's where the energy goes. So it's not like one thing. Cause you, I, you are nodding. As I say, red dead redemption, you know how big this game is. It's huge. And that's what I was doing. I just, it's so funny that before you even started that segue, I automatically wanted to ask you during that eight year period, what was your favorite video game, Phil? (laughs) Well, it really depends because it was eight years long. So there are many different video games that I did spend Mm -hmm. a lot of time playing. uh, One of which was Skyrim. Mm -hmm. And I played Skyrim for a long time. And then what did I do when I finished Skyrim? I started Skyrim again. And played through again. <laughs> so I have a problem. There's and then there was then there's the Mass Effect trilogy, which you know had all of that stuff. And then there was the original Red Dead Redemption. And then there's the Red Dead Redemption 2. Like there's the, all of the, these games where there's no one game that I could say that I sunk time in because it was eight years of mm-hmm. writing. Absolutely. And there are many games to play. While you were supposed to be creating, you were consuming. You were, in fact, just consuming the art. And that is okay. Yes, I was consuming, but though, but a lot of video games, you know, they make it, they make the con- consumption feel like, or make, they tricks you into thinking that you are creating because you're spending so much time. You're like, oh, what rel-? you're making choices in the game. You're changing outfits, changing your look, doing all these things. Um, but you are simply consuming. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And I, you know, I do the same thing. 
There's times where I get locked into Minecraft, but there's times where I get locked into The Sims. <laughs> and I may need to create a Sim and they may need to kill their spouses a couple of times. I don't know. <laughs> I have tendencies when I play The Are Sims, okay? <laughs> You know, it's better that you do that in sim world than you do it in the real world. Let's just yeah. get that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I get, keep it comical. I keep it light. Keep it of fresh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There's a difference. The big concern that I have is coming up is the remaster of Grand, the the original Grand Theft Auto trilogy. Yeah. You know, yes, I've played that, but obviously I would have to play it again. You, and you know that all of them need to be done completely. You, you, there's no middle ground here. There, There's none. Of course. And, you know, the problem is that that I have to spend time in when I get to Vice City. The first time that I played Vice City, I never actually finished the game because it was too much fun um, just getting into a car and driving around listening to 80s radio in, 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 in that setting. And that's what I did more than anything. So I would actually have to play the story because I don't know how it ends. That's the one that I don't know how it ends. I didn't finish that one either. I finished San Andreas. That one was good. And after that, yeah, I kind of only played them midway through. Hmm. My husband, my husband recently did Bully. That was Rockstar, like one of Rockstar's yes. yeah, yeah. earlier. Yeah, yeah. He finished that one, and I just remember not playing it. But I was just so absorbed into it. I was like, I have things to do. <laughs> but am I going to watch? Yes, I am. You know, that is the both Mass Effect and probably a lot of the GTA games, but also the uh, uh red dead redemption games are games that 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 you can play but you could also someone could be playing it and you could watch it and you would be entertained mm. as well oh yeah i think that was also for um for me it was um bioshock i hid behind mm. my cousin while he was playing because that oh, the sure. game scared the crap out of me when oh, I, sure. came, Still I was a younger one of the best twists in gaming oh, is yeah. in that game yeah so. Absolutely. If you know, you know. <laughs> no spoilers. None whatsoever. Not here. Now, I did want to ask, mm -hmm. with us being introverts, I think we confuse, like, I, we confuse our recharge time with being productive when we're procrastinating. Oh, sure. True or false? Yes. Do you think that procrastination has a specific meaning to it for introverts as it would for extroverts? That's a really good question. And I'm not sure about the answer. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about it. Because I wonder, you know, I'm we all procrastinate. And I'm sure, you know, we mm -hmm. all have our own ways of procrastinating. I know people who procrastinate one thing by getting a lot done and another thing. Like they have so many things to do that they could put one off by doing the other. And it's not always cleaning. But, you know, there's all kinds of there's all kinds of uh, of ways that we do it, which are which are different. Um, but I think that maybe what you said at the start of the question is one of the things that makes it unique for the introvert. We can convince ourselves that this procrastination is our much needed recharge time. And so we can justify it mm -hmm. fully. Like I need to recharge. So I'm going to do this. This is how I'm going to recharge today. And then it seems like it's good for us. Right. When it maybe isn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause we, specifically for me i know my recharge time is a break from my expectations and obligations to other people but i also need to remember that it's from me as well so mm -hmm. when i have to get yeah. something done to and it's an obligation for me so like my my writing for instance i am slacking on that but that's because i have the house to work on <laughs> I got uh -huh. the house to work on, so I cannot procrastinate with that. So now, one it's either I kind of feel I kind of feel like that that it, in that way, like do it working on the house. You like that you do have to do, and that's not procrastination. Exactly, that's it's not procrastination. If you were like, it's if you were like, um, oh, I have to do the house, but instead I will rearrange my closet. That would be a procrastination. I will make no comment of what I did earlier today. So, just kidding. I don't have Done. a closet. You don't. You don't have to. No. <laughs> No comment is now necessary. None whatsoever. But <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you're never going to let that one down. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I think, you know, 
there is t- a time and a place for procrastination, right? Like sometimes it is necessary to put something off just for your own well-being. It's when it becomes a habit and a regular thing that you do, um, which is when procrastination becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. And so that at that point, it becomes about how do we make, how do we combat the urge to procrastinate? And how do we ensure that the things that we need to get done do get done? And that's always the challenge. Like we talked about deadlines, but if a deadline doesn't work for you, what other tips and tricks could you use in order to do the thing that you want? Like if you're procrastinating on cleaning, if you're a person who's procrastinating on cleaning, because that's not how you procrastinate, (laughs) how can you convince yourself to clean? And I think you've touched on something there that, procrastination, like avoiding it has another conversation to it because it, it giving people a list of, you know, like, oh, you need your deadline. You need to plan ahead. Those methods aren't inclusive because there are folks that, you know, you know, we have friends with ADHD who mm-hmm. cannot keep to a deadline or yeah. they forget or they, when they do focus in on something, everything else around them is blurred out. Right. Yeah. So I think a lot of the times it may be just restructuring a mindset that we have on something. And again, even that can't be, it's not a totally inclusive method, but it's a good start to maybe asking yourself what it is that I don't want to do, which a lot of the times it's, I just don't want to start the project. I don't want to start it. So getting started is the, the hardest part. Okay. How do I do that now? Or it's whenever we're midway through the project and we've lost all interest. Like you've mentioned earlier, it's just not enjoyable anymore. Or maybe it never was. And you don't know where to go from here when it gets challenging. And then we procrastinate with that. I think if we find ways to keep ourselves engaged with the importance of getting this done and how it's going to work for ourselves and how that translates to me and my recharge time and my social time, my work, whatever it is that it needs to get done. I think that's that's the good point to start. But with that being said, it's also important not to get caught up in those conversations because then you keep the conversation going and it doesn't right. end and then and you just never get started. I think there is, you know, you have to look at like how it has the procrastination become a problem. At what point does the procrastination no longer serve a purpose? Mm-hmm. You know, like we said, like sometimes it can be a little bit healthy to put something off for a little bit. Like you need yeah. to, you, you do need to rest now and then. So if you procrastinate something by doing something else, that might be serving a purpose. But after a while, it may become a problem. And so you have to look at, you know, what's, what can like is this if this if this is a problem, then you have to really think about how can you break that cycle because it is a bit of a cycle. For example, if you are procrastinating about cleaning your house, with something that 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 Jess may not have a problem with, but many of us do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to point fingers at myself, except that I just did. Um, what I might do in order to 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 combat that is I might. Like if I was an extrovert, I would say, I might say I'm going to throw a party. Well, I'm not going to do that. But what I might do is invite a friend over. Mm -hmm. A friend. In normal times, not in COVID times, but in normal times. (laughs) I might invite a friend over maybe because, you know, I moved last February and no, almost nobody has seen, other than my girlfriend, seen my apartment. So maybe I'll invite a friend over. But, you know, I got to clean first. So that's a way that I might force myself out of my procrastination on cleaning by coming up with a way that I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's one person, which is something I can handle, then that's, then, you know, I don't, I don't feel like, you know, that's going to overwhelm me as an introvert or anything, but it's something that I can do that, that will break me out of, of the, the resistance to cleaning, for example. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's, it's whatever is going to work for you. And, I just wanted to take a moment here to tell you, your MBTI, you are an ISFP, correct? I, I, I can never remember. Last time I took it, I was an ISFP, I believe, yes. 
Okay. The only reason why I really memorized mine as well is just because I joined a Facebook group <laughs> specifically for the INFPs. INFPs represent over here. I found out that you and I and the INFPs and ISFPs are actually quite similar in how we procrastinate. Really? Yes. Okay. Let me know if this resonates with you. But this is from Psychology Junkie. And it's a whole article on every single MBTI, how they procrastinate, ways that we can work around it according to your personality type. It says INFPs and ISFPs can struggle with figuring out the most efficient way to get a project done. They're very focused on living a life that is in line with their personal ethics, values, and ideals, but they can also forget to take tangible action in their pursuit of inner clarity and vision. Coming up with a schedule or a sequential plan to achieve something can be confusing and frustrating to them, and it can be hard for them to figure out exactly how much time something will take. Sometimes this means that they struggle to take action because they're too worried about messing it up or not creating something up to their standards. Hmm. And I'd hmm. just like to point out that they give a, a list of ways that we can avoid procrastination. And the first one on the list is delete social media from your devices temporarily. And that may include TikTok, Phil. It may include it. I've done it before. I've done it twice already. I can, yeah, I can do it whenever I, I can, want. I can do it yeah. whenever I want. I can quit TikTok whenever I want. Um, the, you know, and you know what? I could quit. I can't. No, I can't. Never mind. I'm not going to say that I could quit like Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as well. So maybe I have a problem. But the one thing that I've done, like the one way that, because, you know, scheduling is hard, right? Like finding out yeah. the schedule. There are some people who have, are really great at planning things out. Ask them what their five-year plan is. They're like, they're like, they can name out what their five-year plan is. Ask me what my five-year plan is. I'm like, five years? Like, what? <laughs> but once I have a deadline, let's say, for example, I know when... Like I have to be finished writing next year's project. So I need to be finished writing it in August because I have to be recording it in September so that I can, uh, you know, I could finish, like I can produce it and so that it's ready in December or November. So what I do is I know I put in my calendar, I put a reminder in there that's, that is the date, have to be finished writing on this date. That way I know it's there and I can always, like I know that that is in the calendar and it's going to be coming up. So I, you know, how long do I have left? I can look in the calendar. I look ahead. Oh, there, that'll light a fire into your ass when you haven't written anything and it's March. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I felt that so much. <laughs> I have, I have, um, I'm, I'm a half and half. I can plan. I can, I can do really well with planning. I, can I make a five-year plan? No, no, I can't. But I can do what you can do, which is just block everything off month by month. Mm -hmm. And I find that before I know it, the deadline has passed. Mm. I just went right past the calendar mark. Oh. And I went, oh, yeah, that was two weeks ago, wasn't it? That was two Did you not ago. put a reminder in your calendar? Or yeah. do you not use a digital calendar? I don't use digital. See, I, I mean, I made, I made, a, I made a, like a, a tut tut sound. I made a clicking sound with my tongue as though that's the worst thing. But you know what? If you're missing your deadlines, if you're missing stuff because you use paper, then paper isn't working for you. But here's, here's the thing. I have me, I have a, um, a dry erase calendar and it's uh -huh. two months in advance uh -huh. Uh -huh. and I have my little planner. It's for the whole year. It's got uh -huh. all the important dates. So I refer to that. And whenever I'm writing up the calendar going, okay, here you go you know, March, we got all this going on. And then, and here's the next month, what comes after March, April. <laughs> but so, do you check your, do you check your calendars every day? It's on, it's right in front of my computer desk. I can't miss it. Then how do you miss your deadline? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't that, was, know. that was so sad. I'm sorry for bringing that up. I feel bad now. Phil, I'm hormonal. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to spark that. I'm really sorry that I did I am going to ride that wave. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is Steve immune to that yet? Or is that, is that still working? Uh, it's a work in progress. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I I did uh, I did convince him the other day to get cheesecake and ice cream, and I have may or may not have asked him if um you know 
he could get up and make it for me a couple times in a row now. And, and has um, he? Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's working. It's working. <laughs> it is. It'll be, it's going to be that third trimester where it'll be, it'll be midnight. It's the babe. <laughs> that, that'll Maybe. be the real, that'll be the real yeah, test though. It will course. be. It'll be the real test. He's already pointed out that you know at least he can take advantage of those times too so if i say like babe i i don't know why but i need kfc's mac salad right now Mm -hmm. he can take advantage you can go get some food gain the weight with me let's do it together oh i see i see that's good take him down with me a very long time ago we asked on social do you procrastinate We want to hear about how you procrastinate as well as how you combat the urge to put things off if you do. We want to hear your tips and tricks for not putting things off until later. Victoria says, five-step process. One, I remind myself putting this off is morally neutral. Two, I ask myself if putting it off is breaking my word to someone. Three, I ask myself if putting it off is breaking my word to myself. Four, if no, I just do whatever I want. If I'm breaking my word to myself or someone else, I ask myself, do I need to rest or play? Five, if no, I just do the thing. If yes, I let the person know that I will not be doing the task as planned and acknowledge and mitigate any damage that may that may cause and accept any consequences. And if I'm breaking my word to myself and I need rest, I make new commitment and put accountability measures in place. It's quite the list, but it, it sounds like a good plan. Yeah, it sounds as though Victoria has marked off all the important factors, (laughs) everything that needs to be addressed. It's all there and it's it's a great it's it sounds foolproof. It's I mean, the fact that it has like it basically has if then statements, which is like really like it's like really well planned out. So I have to say that this might be something to borrow Mm -hmm. and it's. It's it's a good idea because it both is a way to keep yourself accountable, but also to, you know, give yourself a break if you're being too hard on yourself. I also feel like that I would procrastinate doing the task and asking myself those questions because I'd get inspired and go, this could be a flow chart. Okay. (laughs) And then I start making the flow chart and then I laminate and then I, I hang it up on my wall and I go, now, what was I supposed to do today? You laminate. I have an important question. Do you have your own laminator? I don't. But do you think it's up there of purchases? I bet it is. I bet it's something you plan to get. You bet your ass. You're going to laminate everything once you can. Oh, yeah. My mom bought herself a nice label maker and whoo wee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's the little things. (laughs) Monica says, I'm procrastinating right now. As far as tips and tricks, I break down tasks into manageable chunks and do one at a time. But there is and always will be procrastination involved. Monica, yes, I feel (laughs) you. I appreciate the acknowledgement that sometimes procrastination is part of the process. Yes. For example, when I go to writing next year's audio drama, am I going to start on January 1st? No. Am I going to start the second week of January? Maybe, but probably not. (laughs) Will your deadline slowly creep up onto you? Yes. No, because I I have my accountability factors as well. Will I like there? Will I will I do tasks that feel like I'm writing, but not? You betcha. (laughs) Will Will I I make will I make some 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 mind maps and stuff? You better believe it. Do we have any internet thoughts? We do. I found a website again on psychology today that started breaking down why, you know, and this can go for extroverts and introverts, but why we procrastinate. I was trying to find methods to help us to not procrastinate, but I sort of touched on it earlier where I found that a lot of the lists are not inclusive to everybody because procrastination is personal and there's ways that we procrastinate methods and and how long it takes us to start a project and um 
I didn't want to present a list and go, here's the best article I found on it because it's only, that's going to translate best to you. I did find an article on the why. So the first one was self-handicapping. So when we engage in self-handicapping, we're creating situations, usually unintentionally, that guarantee we will not succeed. If you adopt a self-handicapping or irrational belief-based approach, you put off starting the task until the very last possible moment. At an unconscious level, you feel inadequate when faced with the task. Rather than have your self-esteem brought down by your failure, you instead concoct a situation that will guarantee you will fail. And I, I sort of resonated with that. And I think that was um, that may have been why it took me so long to finish my show for The Fringe. Mm. It's because I felt, oh my goodness, I, I really got myself in deep here. I have no idea what I'm doing and I, I can't even start editing my show. I can't even make the schedule, but I can do other things. It's mm. just, I don't want to start this today when I'm in that mindset. Mm. You know, one of the things you said right off the top is about how, you know, you didn't, that it, there is no one size fits all. Mm -hmm. Everybody um procrastinates for a different reason and it's very personal and the ways that we procrastinate are pretty personal and i think it's important to acknowledge that that you know we can only speak from our own experiences as introverts and as procrastinators and in every everything that we talk about on this show we're able to talk from our our experience and we try to 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 look outside of ourselves but again we're just two people and we have our experiences and we're not going to nail it every time and we're not going to be able to speak to everybody and mm -hmm. we do our best but again it's just our opinions and our feelings and the way that 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 this being an introvert thing works for us absolutely and now there's a few on here that like a lot of good reasons but mm. i do want to touch on the last one oh, which yeah. i think Oh, yeah, I definitely resonate with this one. Thrill-seeking. The feeling of danger that people experience when they live on the edge of not making important deadlines. This is not just the irrational feeling that you will perform more effectively when working under pressure. The excitement of almost failing to complete a task in time seems to have arousing tendencies in some individuals. In research by the University of Dallas psychologist Aaron Freeman and colleagues in 2011, undergraduates highest in the personality trait of extroversion were found to be most likely to engage in arousal procrastination compared to introverts who tend to be more highly task focused. Extroverts may need that rush of stimulation to propel them into the higher level of arousal they need to get the task done well. Now, I know it mentions that extroverts may feel that way more than introverts, but mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times a project has come up and I've said, oh, forget it. I'm just going to wing it. I'm just going to wing it. I'm going to do this. And it's, yeah, you, yes, listeners, Phil has the look of shock on his face, but yeah, I will wing it. <laughs> I have, I have, I have winged it mm -hmm. when I've had to. But I do not like to wing it. <laughs> I will always have a plan. And if I'm performing, let's say that it's a performing thing, I will not wing that. I cannot. I know people who can. I know people who can get up and they can be like, I could just make this up on the spot. And I am not one of those people. I need notes at the very least. And I need a plan. The idea of, of getting up and being like, eh, whatever happens, that's what happens that like I, 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 I might be, I might be like, that's giving me anxiety right now. <laughs> Listeners, if you remember, we had an ambivert Carlin Ramey on the show. Mm -hmm. Carlin and I once produced a storytelling show together. And this was in lead up to a fringe festival we were both performing in. Uh -huh. And I remember asking Carlin what her story was that she wanted to tell. And she said, I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> and I thought to myself, wow, okay, I do the same thing. No problem. No problem. She killed it. She's great. She's a very talented performer. 
I took the same thing to the Fringe Showcase, uh-huh. which, listeners, this is when all the Fringe performers in the festival get two minutes to talk about their show and pitch it to the audience. I had two minutes before I went on when I finally found my pitch. At least you will know, Phil, I killed it. I killed it. I, I'm 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 having a moment because... <laughs> My heart dropped as you were like like two minutes before. Like mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. not that is not my kind of living on the edge. That is not a thing for me. Do you know no. what I'll have to do? When this episode drops, I will post the Ottawa Fringe uh, showcase night, and uh-huh. you can see what I did on stage. Okay. And that was done two minutes before I went on. God damn. That was okay. found. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm a wild one. Woo. Wow. Cleaning wow. closets on a Friday and winging it before a couple minutes. <laughs> nice. I am a badass. <laughs> Did we learn anything today like, other than you're a badass and that you. Too much about myself. <laughs> We've learned a lot about you tonight. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't love me, before you love me now (laughs) um no you know something I think I had a good moment of self-reflection as to why I am procrastinating and Mm. I like the fact that I have really asked myself what the importance of getting this house done Mm. like how important it is especially with the little one coming Christmas is coming and um I want to be able to enjoy myself while I'm on mat leave not only taking care of the baby, but also having um, having my writing going and, and knowing that I am going to get this done because I have that faith in myself. Mm-hmm. I have that obligation. So nice. I think that was a good moment of reflection. That's good. That's good. I I mean, I think even just thinking about the reasons for procrastinating and, and, and ways to break out of it, because, you know, when you are working on something and it's difficult, then procrastination in the moment feels better than actually working on the thing that you're having so much trouble with. And, and that's, that's where you get into, that's where you get into these, these problems where you're like, well, I could do that thing that is sort of like painful right now, or I could do this thing that I will enjoy. And Mm -hmm. the thing that you are enjoy is delaying the success of the thing that you need to get done. And like I said, there's a time and a place and you can do a little bit of procrastination now and then, but there comes a time when you've got to find a way to make yourself do it. And so maybe like I was saying, sit down and decide, you know, what is the opposite of this? What does, what would I need to get this done? Mm -hmm. Whether it's cleaning the house or creating something or whatever it is, it's a project at work, whatever that might be. But I also really liked uh, Victoria's five-step process Mm -hmm. as as a way of sort of like, a decision-making tree to figure out, like, can I procrastinate? Like, what is the reason for it? What, what is this? So, like, it's really good questions to ask yourself. So I would encourage you to go back over that. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think that, that you know, we there are ways to acknowledge that the procrastination is 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 when, when it's become not helpful anymore and mm-hmm. when it's, like, getting in the way and just being able to move forward from that. Do 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 do